All right, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. This is Carlton C O two Owens. We are back. It is Thursday, almost a Friday. So look, I, I told you guys earlier in the week that we would have some blockbuster interviews that are going to be coming up. I had it, uh, the opportunity to drop an interview yesterday. If you haven't had a chance to listen to 19, now 20-year-old kid, young man, uh, that's doing trading, that is really knocking it out of the park you got to make sure you go back and listen to that show. Listen to his experiences. So anyone that is interested in learning how to trade um, and also trade cryptocurrency, you should really listen to the show for inspiration and to dispel the fact that you need any excuses on how to, to, to trade. And then I also told you about the interview that is going to be dropped today. I had the chance to interview a gentleman by the name of Nick. Fantastic guy. Really, really cool guy. Doing some amazing things, some disruptive things in the area of sports media and um, fan engagement with players. And they're making some major, major moves. When I say major, I mean really major moves. Um, in this interview, we talk a little bit about the platform, how, how did he come up with the idea, the concept, also some of the more recent news with the deal that they put in play with uh, the NFLPA, which, it, which is a big deal as well. So uh, if you have any, if, if you want to do a little bit of homework before you listen to the show, I did a show last week talking about the NFLPA news as it pertains to Sportscaster. That's, that's the name of the platform. So make sure you go back and listen to that show to do a little bit of homework to prepare you for this show. All right. So, um, of course, all of our shows have sponsors that helps keep the bills paid, keep the rent paid and the plate spinning, as my uncle would say. Uh, my uncle B, you would say, hey, you know, I got to keep the rent paid and the plate spinning. So the sponsors allow us to do that. Um, and also you have the ability to also sponsor our show to make sure that we continue to put out dope content so there's a button if if you go to the anchor app which is where we keep all of our content you can go over and you can also uh contribute to the show as a sponsor but our sponsors today for this show it's coin seed coin seed is the app that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency by using your pocket change you can set up reoccurring payments one dollar two dollars three dollars and you don't have to worry about how to uh, move money around on exchanges and figure out uh, offline wallets, online wallets. Just link up your credit card or your debit card. Spend like you normally would spend. And as you spend your money, you're also making a little investment in your cryptocurrency empire. So make sure you go over to the show notes to get all of the the uh, information for the download. Encrypted Apparel. Encrypted Apparel is the flyest clothing line for cryptocurrency. You want to look fly, stay fly, be fly, and be conscious crypto head? Well, you don't have to look anywhere else. You can go right to wearencrypted.com. That's W-E-A-R encrypted.com. Okay, you can go on there and get all of the latest styles, um, mugs, handbags, cell phone cases they have it all go there and of course we have the hookup with the owner so you're going to go ahead and get 15 percent off on your next purchase all right 
Last but not least, we have JAFX. JAFX are for those folks that want to dive into this fascinating world of cryptocurrency trading, Forex and cryptocurrency trading. It is the number one platform when it comes to being able to offer both. I have an account with them. Uh, the, it's, it's very user-friendly, very easy to fund the accounts. They give you all different types of resources as well to help you trade. So make sure you go to the show notes for the link so you can sign up for your free, for your free account today. So I've yapped my mouth a little too long. Let's dive right into this interview that I did with the one and only Nick of Sportscaster. So don't move a muscle. All right, Nick. So we're on, man. So this is finally going down. I finally was able to get one of the most anticipated, when I say anticipated, one of the most anticipated interviews I've had in a long, long time. I mean, not only do I have um, an audience that's in tune with everything going on with cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, but I, I, found out very quickly that I have a lot of sports fans that also listen to the show. So so you got the crypto, you got the sports, you got disruption, and obviously we had to get the people on who are making this disruption. So thank you so much, Nick, first of all, for taking the interview because I know you're so busy. So thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no, it's a pleasure to be with you, Carlton. And, and, yeah, you know, we certainly have been busy. And as we talk about your audience uh, being engaged both in blockchain technology and also in sports, um, we, we think the potential um, uh, um, that takes place when you marry blockchain technology and that decentralized system that really gives the power back to the people uh, alongside sports communities who are so passionate, um, we, we think that there's great potential uh, not only for disruption but for quite simply um, opportunity to create new global communities, real meaningful interactions between people. Yes, yes. And um, before we dive into the, some of the more background questions, I first have to get to this breaking news that hit my email uh, last week that just shook up the whole sports world. It got people just so excited for what's to come. And that's the news that just came down with the NF the NFLPA. Talk some talk some news on me in terms of what exactly is going on with that because that's exciting. People hit me on my email, send me all types of stuff like, look, you gotta ask Nick about this. So 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 just break down exactly what went down last week. Sure. So the partnership with the NFLPA includes uh, the PA acquiring a minority stake in our company. So they are equity partners now. And it also includes um, the participation from NFL players, both current and retired. So the NFLPA will be working with us um, to provide NFL players, again, both current and retired, that will go live on Sportscaster. So that means that you could be watching the game ostensibly with your favorite player of all time. Um, you could be watching... Uh, something that's not necessarily NFL or football-related content. You know, so you could be watching a basketball game, and that could be commentated by 
your favorite NFL player. Uh, you, you could be you could be streaming uh, an esports tournament um, or talking about whatever is the news of the day again with, with your favorite NFL player. So we you've expressed your excitement. You can only imagine what the level of excitement is in our office. We, it's a great partnership. They've already been tremendous uh, people to work with. Um, they're really dedicated over there at the NFLPA to finding opportunities for their great athletes. And, and as we learn more and more, um, these athletes really have voices, and we hope to be that platform that helps bring those voices to the fore. That is so that is so powerful. Um, I did a little bit of a teaser show um, leading up to this interview with you last week, and I talked about disability, and particularly with the NFL, disability that you know these players, you know, but you really don't see them much with their helmets off. So you even know them by the number, their name, and their, you know, just amazing plays that they have on the field. But this now gives the fans the opportunity and the NFL players and the players as a whole the opportunity to control the narrative in terms of um, what they want to talk about and how they want to commentate and how they want to break down different things. But it just does exactly what this platform is intended to do, to be able to kind of squeeze out the middleman and just, you know, give the power back to the people, the fans, and the players, you know, to be able to engage with one another. And that's powerful, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, I, I like how you introduced this show by – um, you know, introducing this Venn diagram between those audiences interested in cryptocurrency and how that overlaps with audiences interested in sports. So when we talk about, you know, creating a decentralized networks and democratized uh, platform, the NFLPA becoming our partner in this is not only validation that what we are pursuing with Sportscaster, the social live video streaming platform that lets anybody in the world either uh, choose their own Sportscaster or be the Sportscaster, but it represents the first time that a major association like the NFLPA has embraced cryptocurrency. So their involvement um, with us uh, and their collaboration represents not only a collaboration on the content side, but on the fan chain side, because these NFL players will ultimately be receiving uh, their rewards from the communities that love them, from the passionate fans who follow them in fan chain tokens. So it's really great. It's great for sports, and it's a really cool thing that we're excited about uh, on the blocks on the blockchain side of things as well. Yes, absolutely. And um, there's another thing that I noticed too, Nick, that I wanted you to touch on. Um, when I was looking at some of your, the marketing videos, and it was illustrating this universal uh, language of sports and how you can have someone commentating in French and, and uh, you're in, in Japan and they're watching football or wherever it may be all over the world, you have these passionate fans that come in different, you know, uh, cultures and languages. And I just... And that just harkens back to me because I actually do quite a bit of business in um, in West Africa, and one of the things that was um, that I noticed that that you all are solving the problem that you're solving is 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 this um, this 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 fragmentation 
that mm. was taking place because I was um, in, in Ghana and I wanted to watch the game or get some commentary on some different sports and I wasn't able to do that because the platform just wasn't there. And so you all are doing something to bring that in. So talk about that a little bit. So one of the ways uh, that you can think of sportscasters' functionality and really its utility is as a platform that crowdsources commentary. So whereas the typical broadcast network will hire several broadcasters to do a particular sport, to do a particular game, um, they typically uh, come in packages that are very similar to one another. So whether you're watching your game on Fox or NBC or any of the other traditional networks, the style of commentary is pretty homogenous. What's more is, for instance, everybody loves basketball. It's a global sport. It's difficult to find a mid-season Cleveland Cavaliers game that is spoken in French, that has the commentary in German, that has the commentary in Portuguese, because the networks um, it don't necessarily utilize the resources they have to provide such regionalized, personalized commentary. With Sportscaster, by putting the power in the hands of the people to create the commentary how they see fit, we enable the entire world to deliver that commentary how they see fit. So you mentioned languages. It's very easy. It doesn't really matter where you are in the world. You could be in your living room in Sao Paulo. You could be in your office in Seoul, Korea, and you could be delivering the commentary in your language. You could even be delivering the commentary simply in the style you see fit. So if you prefer to be the commentator and take a comedic spin, or if you want to rap your entire commentary, or if you want to play piano while you're the broadcaster, you can do that. And it opens the door to an entirely new creative universe around sports commentary, enabling it to be customized, enabling it to be personalized. Oh. Hey, this is this is this is amazing, you know, because the the first thing I was thinking about was, you know, I, I would go into the barber shop, especially during the NFL season, and they just start talking about the team. And mm-hmm. if you had, if you would close your eyes and listen to the level of commentary, insight, you would think you were listening to, you know, someone on Sports Center. I mean, literally that mm-hmm. first. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really creating these new lanes to allow people to creatively um, express themselves in a way in sports that just hasn't been done before. This is, this is truly ground, groundbreaking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, teenagers are encyclopedias of sports information. I remember when I was a teenager and I used to read the newspaper – um, I'm just barely old enough to be able to say that, which actually kind of makes me <laughs> proud. I used to open up the sports section of the New York Times, and I would memorize every damn thing in there. And yeah. kids these yeah. days um, have even more resources at their disposal, and, and they're sponges. So they have these extraordinary wealths of information, and they like communicating with each other. They don't necessarily want to be spoon-fed traditional commentary or analysis about the sports they love. A teenager these days would much rather hear from another teenager with sportscaster that's possible. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That is fantastic. Um, so look, so 
I mean, you've had a chance to see all these things happening with cryptocurrency, flat blockchain, and the things that are uh, that are being disrupted. Uh, you know, how do you how do you see um, you know the next, let's say, five to ten years? Uh, how sports media will change uh, with all these things that are coming on uh, with with you know with the technology and things you know happening in in the space. Well, I'm, I'm very excited uh, to see the projects that a lot of people are working on, including us, but, but also other companies that are coming up with some pretty interesting projects. I'm also encouraged by uh, the sports industry's willingness to, at the very least, investigate how it can utilize blockchain technology. Um, and, and very often, I've been encouraged to see how they've flat-out embraced blockchain technology. Other industries um, have been moving much more slowly towards, yeah. towards embracing it. Um, and, and one of the reasons uh, taking, you know, from 100,000 feet and thinking of just blockchain, as you said, five, ten years out, um, these uh, technologies need to have uses. I think that, you know, that, that bull run that we had starting in, in the fall of 2018 was so much uh, around the speculation of what could potentially happen, but it's not until more recently that the market around blockchain technologies has become more mature. And I mean mature in, in, in a in sort of dictionary sense. I think that the approach towards cryptocurrency and blockchain technology from 2016-2017 represents people sort of feeling around in the dark. And I think it's now come to light that these technologies have to have utility for people. And look, utility could mean entertainment. Uh, People like to be entertained. People um, have attachments uh, and affiliations to their favorite teams that mimic religious affiliations. People absolutely love sports and it's really meaningful to them. So utility isn't only something that turns your lights on or puts gas into your stove. Utility is something that provides real happiness for you. And there's a lot of cool stuff in the sports industry um, that is utilizing blockchain technology to deliver that utility of happiness, that you could call it. And Sportscaster with FanChain integration is doing exactly that. We've developed a mechanism by which uh, sports entities of all sorts, be it uh, a team or a league or a sports media platform, can reward their most passionate and engaged users with fan chain tokens. Yes, that's fantastic. And when you were talking about how the markets are starting to, you know, mature and start to really mine down to finding more utility in these new projects, it just kind of reminds me of that era that we went through in the dot-com boom mm-hmm. bust where you had so much speculation on future uh, potential, right? And so mm-hmm. that kind of uh, led to this, 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 this bust. But I think that um, with this market, folks are starting to – you know, not necessarily let it overheat so much where 
we lose track of it, but it's not okay. Well, let's let's really look at what projects are coming out. You know, what type of use case do they have? And but at the same time, it allows for uh, the most creative of the creative of the creative uh, potential innovations to come out. And it's almost like uh, you know, not necessarily crash and burn, but it's like a it's, it's a process that takes place in terms of getting to innovation. You know. So it's interesting mm -hmm. that whole phenomenon happens. Yeah, look, if in, in, in any business, in any sector, and really in any endeavor at all, even interpersonal relationships, if your reasons for embarking on an endeavor makes you or other people scratch their heads and it's difficult to figure out, then it's probably not going to work. If you can deliver your message in a clear and concise way, that people can digest and understand quickly, now you're on to something. So when you, when we, you talk about hearkening back to the dot-com days, how many projects back then made people, uh, made their eyes roll back in their head because they couldn't understand what the hell people were doing with all of this stuff. Exactly. The valuations went through the roof, but no one understood what they were investing in. And at the end of the day, what are some of the projects that emerged to become real companies that have real utility um, in the real world from those days. Wikipedia, Google, <laughs> Apple, uh, Amazon, absolutely. Um, and, and you see just how powerful those businesses are and, and what they've done for the structure of the entire world. So blockchain technology, you're absolutely right, is currently following a very similar path. And that's why we have to be very encouraged about what is ultimately going to emerge from this entire process. Absolutely. And I imagine over this next five to ten year period, your outlook on cable TV, the decline um, of maybe subscribership there and the rise of live video, um, particularly as it pertains to the fan viewing experience, you, you also feel have some thoughts on that as well? Look, in the 1940s and 50s, people listened to the radio all the time. And by the 60s and 70s, they just sat in front of the TV. By the 90s and the early 2000s, they started sitting in front of their computers. Now people are on their phones. It's a natural progression, and the, the habits are changing. But what's very encouraging for us is to recognize that as a, as a sports media platform, the interest in sports is exactly the same, just the way that younger generations are consuming that sports content is a little bit different. Um, so yes, cable subscribership is going to continue to go down. Any sort of traditional subscription is going to continue to decline as the world becomes more a la carte. And what the younger generations are proving is that they are very willing and happy, indeed, to contribute to content creators that they love. If you are a meaningful content creator, whether you're talking about sports or doing your hair, young people are happy to send you tips, rewards, digital gifts, so be it, so that you will continue doing what you're doing. And that new economy, that digital economy, has uh, is, is created new types of meaningful relationships between content creator, which you could also call a commentator, and the viewers and the people who, who love to watch them. So young people now, and as they 
grow into uh, you know our our workforce and and people with uh, incomes and eventually disposable incomes are simply not going to send a $200 check every month to the cable company for 5,000 channels that they never watch. But they are absolutely going to be happy to take that $200 and segment it, sending it to this content creator that I love and to that commentator that I love and to that broadcaster who I think is great. That is, that is amazing because it really is, just going back to what you said earlier, it's putting the power back to the people and also uh, disrupting and decentralizing, you know, uh, means of being able to gain and acquire wealth by providing content and real value directly to, you know, the people who are looking for it. So that's, that's, that's just phenomenal. Speaking of that, um, as being probably the last question, I have a few more questions, but this, this question, a, a question that I have is the, um, the rise of the virtual uh, goods as sports memorabilia. Break that down to me. What 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 exactly does that mean with the virtual goods piece? Sure. So so there's a couple of interesting things going on in the sports industry. So I'll touch on one, um, which is digital scarcity. You know, you can think of that as the modern day uh, the modern day sports card. You know, you got a Mickey Mantle rookie card back in the day. There were only a hundred of them. So that means that your Mickey Mantle rookie card has intrinsic value. Mm -hmm. um, with blockchain and its ability to, uh, to support digital scarcity, those, uh, the playing cards that our parents and grandparents had are now simply digitized. So there's some really cool stuff uh, being developed uh, on the blockchain now in and around uh, sporting goods um, with inherent digital scarcity. Certainly something that is, um, is, is, has been contemplated and ultimately will be integrated into our fan chain ecosystem. Sure. And sure. the uh, di digital goods um, in a broader light um, have really become a means by which the Internet 3.0 or whatever the hell we're on now has been fully democratized and enables uh, the content creators and the consumers of that content to engage one another. And I think it's, it's taken quite a while for the Internet, um, which now is almost entirely mobile, and, and I think that's a very critical component, yeah. but it's taken a while for the internet to really become that world shrinking technology um, that we always hoped it would be. I think there's been so much evidence over the past several years that what's occurred um, in social networks um, is, is actually quite antithetical to the thesis that the internet would shrink the world and bring people together. And we talk about political bubbles, social bubbles, et cetera. Um, yeah. what, what this digital gifting technology and digital goods have done and the ability for me to tip you because I appreciate what you do is bring people together in meaningful ways, um, not, not somewhat arbitrary ways. Right. Wonderful, wonderful. That is fantastic. Well, look, Nick, I know you're busy, man, so I don't want to hold you too much longer, but how can folks get more information on – Sportscaster, fan chain, um, you know, 
should they go to the website or what's what's the best way to, for for them to be able to stay plugged in with what you guys are doing? So anybody who visits fanchain.com will be able to get a wealth of information on who we are as a team, who we are as people, what our vision is with Sportscaster and Fanchain. You can check out our roadmap and our white paper as well. Uh, all of our press clippings, as you mentioned at the top uh, of this show, um, we've gotten quite a bit of press from our NFLPA partnership announcement. So anybody can head over to fanchain.com and learn more about us. Uh, Sportscaster is live in the App Store. It's been in the App Store for a little over a year. It's still in beta uh, with version 1.0 due out this fall. Version 1.0 will include full fan chain integration. So, so many of the things that you and I have talked about today, for instance, viewers being able to tip and reward the content creators that they love with digital gifts, um, and for those content creators to earn fan chain tokens for being good at their craft, that will all be integrated into the Sportscaster platform available in the App Store or simply on the web at sportscaster.com this fall. So we're very excited about version 1.0 uh, being introduced to the world, and I, I really do think that everybody will be well served to stay tuned to us um, and our announcements coming in the in the near future. Um, so follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and of course on Reddit, which is maybe our favorite place to be, um, because there's there's many more things like this NFLPA announcement coming down the pipeline. And I think that your audience, and as you said, particularly that portion of the audience that is interested both in blockchain and in sports, is going to be really really excited to see what's coming down the pipeline. Well, absolutely. Well, what I'm going to do, Nick, is I'm going to make sure to um, not only stay just in in touch with you, because we definitely want to get you back on the show to do some updates, but I'm also going to do two two additional things. I'm going to make sure that as these updates come up and I see them, I'll do like uh, some follow-up shows or some update shows that's going to be around your your platform as well as I'm going to also probably do a review on the app. So look forward to see that. Um, you know, just giving you my take and then also sharing that with the uh, with the audience. And then look, man, one last thing, one one last mm -hmm. question. I was looking at your um, I I was looking at the team, and let me tell you, one of my favorite players, one of my favorite mm -hmm. players, uh, Steve Smith, I. Grew up watching him, man. You got mm -hmm. to, you got to put me. In you, you and me both. Play, man. Oh my God, <laughs> that would be a play with Steve. Have you know? Uh, let's see if we could be able to, you know, hook that up. I'll even come up wherever New York, wherever. <laughs> I would love to meet him and just sit down with him for a few minutes and just, uh, just really just be a fan, you know, for those minutes, you know. Well, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you what uh, about Steve and and we've gotten to know him pretty well. Um, that same demeanor that he had on the court, how he was a, a respectful and a calm, cool, collected player, he is just as graceful in person. I mean, he, he's been such a pleasure to work with. He's been so involved 
um, and such a supporter of what we're doing because he really does believe in it. He thinks it's, it's an important thing what we're doing. And of course, he's a great analyst and commentator on NBA TV. So it didn't take him more than 30 seconds to understand the vision that we are after. And, and it's been really quite, quite a pleasure having him on, on the team. And I, just like you, grew up watching him and those awesome Hawks teams from the mid-90s. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so, so being able to talk to him on the phone, having him in, in the office with, with pretty regular frequency uh, has, has, been, has been pretty darn cool. I have to tell him sometimes, Steve, man, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying my best not to be a fanboy here, but do you remember when you hit that shot against the Magic? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's great. He's, he's, he's a true gentleman, and, he, and he's very involved in the project and, and very excited about what we're building together. Oh, wow. Well, I I have a feeling that this will be the first of many conversations, so I'm sure down the line we'll be able to, uh, you know, talk more about, you know, all the team members and just the things you're doing. But, look, thank you so much, Nick, for just taking the time out for this interview. And, you know, my audience is very excited. You know, hearing your your perspective and what what you guys are doing. So we'll stay tuned in, and um, we'll look forward to talking soon. Okay. Good. Thanks so much, Carlton. It was a pleasure, and I will come back on the show anytime. You just let me know. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Nick. Talk soon. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Man, that was a fantastic interview with Nick. I mean, you can see all the things that he's talking about is real. It's happening in real time. The middleman in sports media and just media in general is being squeezed out. Why are we spending so much time, energy, and money listening to these centralized sources of sports? It just doesn't make sense now. We're, it's a new day. We're in a new day. The new day is about decentralizing, democratizing, community connection and development. And that's exactly what Sportscaster and Fan Chain are doing. They're just connecting the people. They're allowing talent that you would have never heard about because they're not on SportsCenter or they're not on Fox Sport. They're allowing talent all over the world to create their own platforms to be able to deliver content, good content. Because if he's talking about sports, chances are it's good content, right? So what we're what what you're going to see as sports caster and fan chain continues to develop, and evidently the NFLPA sees it as well, but you're gonna to start to see that there's gonna be some new economies that are gonna to start to spring up. It's gonna be more wealth sharing when it comes to advertising, when it comes to uh, monetizing the channels that these commentators have. But most importantly, it's just going to be a win-win for the fans. Why not have more access to different platforms to get your sports news? Or if you're a fan of one of the athletes, imagine being able to hear their commentary directly from them. Not watered down from what a a editor has said or what a reporter has said or is trying to report, you get to hear it live and direct from them, from their own mouth, through their own phone. So if you are, are a fan of sport, a fan of the, the athlete, it is just a beautiful situation. And so 
Uh, I look forward to to getting Nick back on the show. Of course, we're going to keep you updated with everything that they're doing. Um, I'm going to probably do a show tomorrow or maybe on Monday where I'm going to do a um, going to do a review on their of their app. The, of the Sportscaster app, which I believe is still in beta, uh, but I'm gonna do a do a review, and uh, that's gonna be the show. And so, look, stay tuned. Of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those social media platforms. Also, make sure that you, um, you know, if you have any questions or if you want to talk to me or you want to ask a question, like get on the show. Make sure you email us at info at CryptoSense. That's with a Z at the end. CryptoSense.com. All right. So until next time, holla back.